Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You don't just live in your home. You live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Hey, I'm Christina Wallace. And I'm Kate Scott Campbell. And you're listening to The Limit Does Not Exist. A podcast for human Venn diagrams. Coming at you every single Monday. And hosted by us. Rebecca Polson has what she calls a strange job. We call it a cool job in a cool place. Rebecca is the technical program manager for emerging platforms at Northwestern University's Night Lab, which essentially means that she gets to bounce around cool ideas and make really cool things. Definitely cool. <laughs> Rebecca started her career as a playwright after getting bitten by the theater bug as a child. But while she was trying to navigate the New York City theater scene, she was also building Zanga themes in HTML and CSS. That initial foray into coding became a major career pivot when Rebecca landed a fellowship at the Flatiron School and graduated with a job as a software engineer at Kickstarter. Rebecca tells us why she's bullish on VR and shares a surprising benefit of virtual reality that none of our guests have mentioned yet. That's right. Plus, Christina and I put on our career coach hats and answer a question from a listener who has a lot of different interests 
and need some clarity on how to proceed. Sound familiar, anybody? Yes, it does. And we have a lot to cover in this episode. So Mm -hmm. let's just jump in, shall we? Let's do it. Hey, Christina. Hey, Kate. Have you been watching the Olympics like everyone, it seems, is? I mean, I'm catching little video segments on Twitter. Does that count? Uh, Totally. That's exactly my Olympic strategy right there. (laughs) (laughs) Or rather, my Olympic watching strategy. Speaking of the Olympics, we wanted to give a listener shout out to Eddie on Twitter, at Eddie Vision, who tagged us in those opening ceremony drones, which are in all kinds of shapes, including a surfer, if I saw that correctly. Did I see that correctly, Christina? (laughs) Well, I I saw some pieces of it. There were some wings at one point, like bird wings. The the rings. I have two thoughts about this. One is that's amazing. And two is, I don't know if you know this, that footage is actually from the dress rehearsal. The actual live opening ceremonies did not include the drones. Oh, really? Uh, They're claiming last minute impromptu logistical changes. I hear that as technical malfunction. And so the actual, uh, you know, people attending the live ceremony did not see that. But NBC decided to air footage from the dress rehearsal and Intel celebrated it on Twitter Anyway, so good to know a little bit of fun there. But, you know, anyone who does anything with technology, the second you actually need it to work, it all falls apart. (laughs) Well, you know, I feel about those drones the way I feel about much technology, which is I am both excited and terrified by them at once. (laughs) I was thinking about Olympians as as we do in this time. And I was just thinking like, Aren't all Olympians potential human Venn diagrams in training? It's true. Most Olympians go on to do other things. They go to grad school or they write books or I don't know, they they find a whole other life post-Olympics, which is kind of insane when you think about that. And even, as we have talked about on the show previously, athletes, many of them, if not most or all, are cross-trainers by by, uh, Mm -hmm. trade. Mm -hmm. So anyway, just an Olympic... Podcast you just wanted to talk about the Olympics. <laughs> I had. I really just wanted to talk about our show. <laughs> I really just used the Olympics as a jumping off point. There's also a question we got through email from one of our listeners. Alex wrote us an email through our website, humanvendiagram.com. Those emails come straight to our Gmail inbox. Mm-hmm. So we've had a chance to think this over and uh, wanted to give Alex a little bit of feedback on their Venn diagram situation. So Alex writes, I've always been really interested in several things, us too, uh, meaning I have been considering multiple quite different professions, film, architecture, and entrepreneurship. Now Alex is 25 and pursuing a master's in cultural and communication sciences in Germany after having finished an economics degree. Alex founded a little e-commerce company, which is going well, but it's not the passion. So interested in thinking about film and architecture, not just as a hobby, but professionally. The -hmm. question is, how do I do that? I don't have professional experience, particularly in architecture, even though they shot a short film that was screened at Cannes. So the question is, how do I proceed? Mm -hmm. So 
I love this question because it reminds me of, you know, the one of the themes that Kate and I continue to return to, which are these the seasonality, right? And this idea that sometimes you go wide mm. and open your aperture and kind of see what else is out there and, and all the things you're interested in and find ways to expand into them. And then sometimes you need to go narrow and focus and really get a chance to build up some skills or build a network in one particular area. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like up to this point, you've had this chance to go wide. You've done economics degree, this cultural and communication sciences masters. You've got an e-commerce company. You've had a chance to really expand, but you know that you're interested in film and architecture and you want to, you want to see if those are opportunities for you. So architecture, even more so than film, you kind of have to go and, do it for real, right? It's hard to dabble in architecture unless you're making sandcastles. I don't know. So um, <laughs> my my immediate reaction was, I wonder if as soon as you're done with this master's degree, you go look for a role in sort of a communications or similar kind of role in an architecture firm where you can use these skills you already have, this film skill, this master's degree, and be doing communications work where maybe you're making internal videos or marketing materials for the firm, but it gets you a chance to work inside an architecture firm, see what it looks like to work in that field every day, get a chance to meet other people and network in that world and really understand, do I want to be an architect, which would require another master's degree and a whole other line of training? Or is this a field that I'm interested in and I can use my other skills to really kind of be adjacent to it or get to work around it without doing the job of being an architect. But it really is something you want to understand before you go and sign up for another master's degree. I think that's a really great strategy. I would add to that too, the theme that has also come up on the show of why, right? I think it would really, if you haven't already, and you might have done this, but if you haven't, I think it would be great to sit down with each of those fields that you spoke with us about, particularly film and architecture, and to ask yourself, based on what I know now, why do I think I'm drawn to these fields? What mm-hmm. particular part of my person or my skills do these fields allow me to use and contribute? And mm. then to expand that why even farther to what is the impact that I think that this field over another will help me to leave on the world based on who I am and what skills I have. And to just take some pen and paper, or not if you're not that kind of person, but some thinking time. And if you find that you're not sure of the answers to those questions, then it would be even more fodder for you to take a role like the one that Christina suggested to get some more information about Mm -hmm. the field in and of itself. I'm thinking specifically about architecture here. For film, I would say the fact that you know, you have already shot a short film that was screened at Cannes, as they say in L.A., even though I know for our <laughs> French listeners it's Cannes. Um, you know, the fact that you're already doing that says to me that you're doing it. And mm-hmm. I would really say, as Mark Duplass really sort of laid out in his great keynote speech at South by Southwest a few years ago, which is on YouTube if you haven't checked it out. 
you know, to just continue to make. I really think that filmmaking is something where it is a medium that is blown open and mm. there are so many opportunities really to just shoot stuff and get better, get your taste to match your talent, your talent to match your taste and keep going there. So hopefully that is a couple of different takes on your question that help. Is there anything else, Christina, we want to add in? I mean, I would just say this e-commerce business on the side, yeah. while you say it's not your passion, kudos <laughs> for finding a way to make a little money and yeah. get some income. As we talk about portfolio careers, having that kind of diversity of income streams and ways that you can ramp up or ramp down how you think about making a living while you are exploring these other fields is amazing. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, it doesn't have to be your passion if it works for you and uh, it brings in some income and, and buys you time and space to explore other options. That's wonderful. Keep that going. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And only you have to work out the logic for yourself of mm -hmm. what your career looks like and what your current portfolio looks like. So like Christina said, if that e-commerce job is doing its thing, here, here, that's awesome. So, Alex, thank you so much for emailing us and reaching out to us with your human Venn diagram related question. Uh, we love reading your emails, guys, and love giving you whatever feedback we can. So definitely send us an email at humanvendiagram.com. Shoot us a tweet. Write us on Instagram. So many options these days. It's true. <laughs> Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, Rebecca. Hey. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. We're, we're so excited to talk with you. Specifically, I thought it would be really fun for us to start with where you are currently, because you're currently the technical program manager for emerging platforms at Northwestern University's Night Lab. Uh, Northwestern University happens to be my alma mater, so I was especially excited what? to hear. Kate, I had no idea. Yeah, just again, <laughs> Northwestern University, go Wildcats. Uh, <laughs> I will refrain from doing the, the official cheer. So according to Night Lab's website, it says that the lab provides an open, collaborative environment for interdisciplinary exploration and conversation where students and professors learn together and from one another. And I love this line. In short, we're energized by hard questions worth answering. We believe in the process as much as the product. I mean, Christina, that is a description that you and I personally just Mm -hmm. love. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sounds like you have a very cool job at a very cool place. Can you just start by telling us a, a bit about Night Lab through your own experience and sort of what the lab functions to do and what you're up to there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I have a very, I have a very strange job. Um, <laughs> I basically, as the technical program manager for emerging platforms, I handle most of our VR, AR, and some of our voice UI stuff. So I get to work with all of the cool devices. But Night Lab started about seven years ago as a partnership between the engineering and journalism schools at Northwestern. So we originally had faculty from both schools. Most of our affiliated faculty right now is journalism. And then we have a staff of professional developers like myself from industry. And occasionally comp sci professors or grad students will like hop in and out. We teach a studio class, which is really cool, where we all pitch projects. Some of them move into development. And then we... So actually... Applications just opened for the spring quarter session um, where we have like six projects going and students apply for them and then we organize teams and we kind of like work them through an iterative development process using kind of like industry practices. I like care very much about like making sure my students leave with like good like Trello and Slack hygiene, you know, like <laughs> nice. make my students really good employees. Um, we love Trello and Slack. Mm-hmm. Big fan. 
Yeah, um, I think what we're really good at is just bringing a pretty diverse group of people, especially in terms of professional and academic backgrounds, together to just like bounce ideas off each other and explore the interesting questions and solutions that kind of arise at the intersections of those experiences. Even though seven years is a pretty brief amount of time, in tech, it's a lot of time. So what those <laughs> questions have been have changed a lot depending on who's at the lab. We're probably most well known for our publisher's toolkit, which is a set of tools that make it easier for journalists to do some common forms of visual storytelling. So mm -hmm. there's like Juxtapose, which lets you transition between two images side by side, or Timeline.js. If you've ever been to the homepage for the Obama Presidential Library, they're one of my like favorite examples of someone using Timeline. It's really nice where like you can just type into an Excel spreadsheet and we pop up like a beautiful interactive timeline that you can embed in your site. By the way, I just want to shout out on the Night Lab website, the sample timeline is a women in computing timeline. Good Ooh. on you guys. I was so yeah. excited to see that and just like touring through Ada Lovelace and all of her colleagues, Edith Clark, et cetera. Very, so very how did you end up at Night Lab? Did you kind of have this journalism love and then brought that together with your interest in coding? Or were you saying, I really like, you know, doing my coding and my engineering work, and this looks like a really cool opportunity to deploy those skills? Kind of both. I perhaps have journalism in my genetics. Um, my dad was a professional journalist for like all of my childhood, and now he teaches environmental journalism at Michigan State. Hmm. Uh, I'm from East Lansing. Nice. Oh, awesome. Fantastic. And his work is very much a calling for him. And he really like, I went on weird field trips to like the Leishano Islands in Northern Michigan to like, <laughs> when he's doing a crazy story about birds that like were destroying the environment by like defecating. I don't know, that mm. story got really weird and gross, but that's, <laughs> that, that was my childhood family vacations. Amazing. Um, Fun. And my best friend, from, um, also a Lansing area lady, um, she went to Hazlitt High School, but she went to Medill and now runs digital at WBZ in Chicago. I knew that there were cool things going on at Medill, mm -hmm. and I had spent like my early 20s writing plays and then kind of transitioned into like doing full-time web development and I was just at a place in my career where like I'd been working at Kickstarter for almost two years had been on like a couple of different teams and had gotten like the really like good grand tour of like okay this is what it's like to be an engineer in a production environment and I was just ready to specialized and like go back towards things that were like more rooted in the interest that I had been building my entire life and at the same time Night Lab had this job posting that was totally crazy it was basically like we want two developers someone to do some front-end stuff and the other one like maybe you like maps maybe you like drones we're open to a lot of things <sighs> This uh, is amazing. It, it sounds like your professional job is essentially to be in an environment of bouncing ideas around and making cool yeah. stuff. Like, this is incredible. <laughs> yeah, it very much is. I'm very lucky in that regard. It's very cool. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. 
warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Can you share like a project or prototype that you've either helped create at the lab or are working on right now? So my very favorite project that I ran through the studio class was last year, and it was just prototyping data visualizations in virtual reality. There was only one student who identified as technical before they started that project, but they all left like having made some VR. We took 2D data visualizations and we analyzed them. We talked about like what was working in a three-dimensional like first-person environment or Mm -hmm. sometimes third-person as well. And then we hopped into the HTC Vive and they prototyped their own ideas in Tilt Brush for how those things might change. How much of your time is spent teaching or creating things hand-in-hand with the students? So my ideal ratio is about like 60% R&D time, 40% students and kind of product managing student projects. Mm -hmm. When I'm not currently um, doing a project 
in the class right now. At Night Lab, there's the studio class, um, which is for credit. And then there we have a team of student fellows. So right now I have about eight fellows who work for me and their projects are a little more open-ended, a little weirder. Like maybe it's something we want to try in the studio class, but we need to do a little bit of development work to get there to know that they're going to be able to have a nice finished outcome in 10 weeks from mm-hmm. the studio class. So right now I'm managing two of those projects, which is about 40% of my time. Mm-hmm. And then the other 60% of my time is like working on my own like very weird stuff and then like hosting workshops being like a liaison for immersive media with other units in the university and are these students graduate students undergrads both both i think we have sophomores through grad students right now and it's really interesting i have both i have a graduate student in the sound design program i have someone who's in the joint MBA, master's in design, innovation. I might be getting the second part of that degree. But um, we have a lot of undergrads, especially in emerging platforms. Mm -hmm. It's undergrads have an easier time onboarding because we have them for longer. Mm. The grad program in Medill is only a year, Mm -hmm. which especially if you're coming in with not a ton of technical literacy, it's Mm -hmm. really hard to ramp up in that period of time. But I just went to Washington, D.C., where we have a satellite campus called Medill on the Hill. And they did a mandatory web VR workshop for all of the undergrads and all of the graduate students. And, mm-hmm. like, everybody totally hung through and, like, built web VR by the end of the day, which was amazing. <laughs> by the end of the day? Yeah. This is a day-long workshop. Yeah, this was so... I. <laughs> For some reason, I decided I should speak for five hours, which was, you know, something that I should never agree to again. Um, (laughs) But I did like an hour contextualizing the way that VR and AR have been used in journalism and the way that we've used them at the lab. And then I did an hour and a half workshop with the undergrads and an hour and a half workshop with the grad students. Wow. Okay, so I sense that when you were hired based on the casual internet searching of you that we were doing before the show, (laughs) I sense that this was something that potentially your team was excited even from the get-go to have you do because there was this great quote about you by Night Lab director Joe Jermushka that said that something that they loved about you in addition to your technical skill is your enthusiasm for and ability to clearly communicate complicated ideas. We talk a lot on the show about being able to identify things that you might not even think are great hireable skills that you have. And to Mm -hmm. me, when I read that, that fell into that category of, Mm -hmm. you know, someone might not realize, oh, my gosh, yes, something that I'm really good at is clearly communicating complicated ideas. Is that something that you have always known that you were good at or did you discover that it was something of value later on? I definitely didn't think about it in that way. Because I came to tech in my mid 20s, this kind of tech conference speaking circuit. And actually, speaking was a really good way for me to kind of overcome imposter syndrome, at least because Mm -hmm. I because I was like, I'm really good at taking something that sounds really, really intense and just like distilling it and like getting the important parts. I learned a lot of that while I was trying to write for TV in my early 20s, I think. Really? 
Okay, yeah. so let's talk about that. And also this former life as a playwright you just <laughs> casually mentioned in uh, earlier. Yeah. You were a writer. You sort of in your Night Lab bio, it describes you as a lapsed theater person. But we know you've had some work produced in the Midwest and in New York. What led you to writing plays and what led you away from writing plays and more toward software development in your 20s? Did either of you do Odyssey of the Mind? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. No. Nice. Yes. I remember writing a musical. What's yeah, your memory? There were like, I don't think ours was a musical, but ours was some like weird fractured fairy tales based on Hans Christian Andersen. Yeah. And there was a time limit for like how long you had to. It was both arts and engineering problems. Yes. Uh, but it's like this very specific, like late '90s thing, you know, <laughs> that I don't think exists like anymore. Um, I feel but- like I totally missed out on something. It, Christina, guys. you would have been made for that. It was so, yeah. it was so fun and nerdy oh. and awesome. Yeah. So I did that in middle school, and then Lansing actually has a really amazing children's theater company that is still around. That's called All of Us Express Children's Theater. That is true. So I had, like, loved doing Odyssey of the Mind and then auditioned for All of Us Express, which one of the cool things that I think has really prepared me for life that they do is once you've been cast, you have to be on crew before you can be cast again. Mm. So you do it for, like, a while and you become this generalist who's, like, been in a bunch of like weird middle school plays but has also written press releases and like rigged <laughs> lights uh-huh. that was definitely like where I fell in love with theater and then I like resisted it for a while tried to convince myself that I was going to have other jobs definitely being a journalist kid you watch your parent get to like experience all of these different things and talk to all of these different people and kind of like try everything on for size. And I think that that was something that was really appealing to me. Hmm. Um, So I ended up at the University of Michigan, um, which has an amazing scholarship program for undergraduate writers. And winning some money for writing, like, made me feel like, okay, I am a writer, you know? Yeah. So I moved to New York, and I did that. I did a lot of writing. Um, I assistant directed for Jackson Gay, who is an amazing off-Broadway director. And I feel, like, so lucky to have apprenticed so closely for, like, an incredible boss lady that I will take <laughs> that experience with me for all of my career. So you apprentice, and you're writing plays, and then at some point you learn to code? I made some very hardcore Zanga themes in high school. Um, Wait, I don't so know like, what those are. <laughs> oh, this is like another like very dating myself thing. Man, like no, Zanga I... was a blog platform <laughs> slightly after LiveJournal. Fantastic. It was like kind of a MySpace competitor for people who thought they were too serious of writers to be on MySpace, maybe. I remember this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gosh, incredible! That... Well, Christine and I are one, and one. we're both one and zero. Oh. I have Odyssey of the Mind, and you have Zango. It was such like a <laughs> microcosm. Yeah, of the it's internet a very, for very specific thing. Short period of time. That's insane. Okay, so you're playwriting, and you're also making Zanga themes. <laughs> when I became a professional coder, it wasn't when I learned to code, but it was when I chose to professionalize it, you know. Um, I had been, like, writing, like, HTML and CSS for, like, a very long time. I had been – and then I did – there was a long time where I was, like, 
I went to a really cool workshop at, with the Tribeca Film Festival that mm-hmm. was Arduino for artists. Uh, Fun. And just like went to like a really cool hardware hacking workshop and did all of that kind of stuff. And then like there was just a time when I was like really sick of bartending and realizing that the kind of plays I love to make are not necessarily the kind of plays that let you live in New York City without outside help. So I actually, I got a fellowship from the city for the the NYC Web Development Fellowship um, that was for women, minorities, and veterans to learn to code. And I spent a summer in Brooklyn working really, really hard with a lot of amazing people. Awesome. Did you go through a coding program or was this a fellowship that allowed you to self-teach and, and kind of learn this on your own? It was sponsored by the Flatiron School. Okay. Awesome. And That's then so cool. straight out of that, you came to Kickstarter? Was that... Yeah. Yeah, I got wow. really lucky. I yeah, that's very, a very pretty, good, uh, pretty good first job. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's interesting. We've had a number of different uh, software engineers on the show. And something I like to say when I talk about our podcast to people is I will often say how much we hear software engineers and coder talk about their joy of making things and how we have people who might primarily identify as artists on the show. And they also talk about that is what they love. And so Mm -hmm. I would love to hear from you who, you know, you really identify as both a technologist and a storyteller. What are the Mm -hmm. parallels between coding and between playwriting that you find? So, I mean, they're both, like laying out information for an uh, audience, except for when you're coding, your audience is a compiler, you know? (laughs) Um, I definitely, I think that VR, VR is spatialized storytelling, which is really, really similar to theater. I think something that I was like getting kind of annoyed with in working with theater is that you always feel like you're the past a little bit in theater in part because so many things are in dialogue with like this giant giant canon but also just the reality of like this is an art form that takes place in a specific room and also the funding model for it involves making old people happy so they give you money and in vr we have a lot of the same kinds of opportunities and basically like kind of problems to confront in terms of like laying out information and especially um I did a lot of like really weird experimental work for a theater, a theater work for a long time that is like less linear and kind of like breaks the proscenium and experiments with space and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and those I get to work on those problems in VR. I very much approach coding as a means to an end. Like sometimes I will be really delighted by how clever I am. That does have like a little bit of the same payoff as like when you craft a perfect moment like on stage or something. I'm very workmanlike about programming and I do think that like you can make art with code but to me code like there's absolutely people for whom their code is their art but that's for me code is a tool. Before we continue we want to give a shout out to one of our awesome sponsors. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, 
retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to The Limit Does Not Exist with Christina Wallace and Kate Scott Campbell. So when you have students that come into the lab and they are interested in storytelling, but they want to go on a path that combines that storytelling with technology, like you do in VR, but in other forms as well, how do you help them think through what those steps look like after graduation, right? So moving to New York and becoming a playwright, while not particularly lucrative, is at least a path that people understand and can follow. But storytelling, technology, VR, the digital world, it seems a little bit more opaque. Are there conversations that you have with them or career paths that they discover while they're in lab programs to help them understand kind of what what their options are? While I was at Kickstarter, I was involved with this group that grew out of the Time Wave Festival of folks that were both theater people and technologists who were kind of pooling resources to make VR and now they also make AR stuff like on nights and weekends at NYU. And Mm -hmm. a lot of the folks who were involved in that um, were graduates of the Interactive Telecommunications Program at NYU. 
I recommend students investigate that program. I point students towards the MIT Media Lab. But in terms of linear paths, those are really the only ones that I necessarily have to recommend. Mm -hmm. And other than most of what I do is like kind of share my own experience, um, which has basically been like always working with smart people and taking the opportunities that just resonate with you. And has definitely been like, avoiding feeling stagnant like just I'm a very process oriented person and I'm kind of like consistent working in good faith is more important than like necessarily having a destination in mind Mm. but it's also I feel like undergrads are uh, or students in any any degree program really on such a linear path especially like Joe, my boss has a history degree from Northwestern and has made some like really incredible technical work. We have like really diverse, like nonlinear backgrounds in the lab. Mm -hmm. Um, And we do this thing called lab lunch every Thursday. We have someone who's like, usually like a friend of a friend of the lab or whatever comes in and we order sandwiches and they just talk about what they do, how they got there and why. And Mm -hmm. we'll have people who are, you know, who are newsroom developers. And then the next week we'll have an astrophysicist who's also an illustrator. Uh, (laughs) And we just kind of present people with paths and just like places to, you know, ask questions and do that kind of thing. It is really hard. And I think that it's surprising, like, I feel that my work, like, my path is actually a lot more linear than it looks. Like, I've Hmm. absolutely gotten a lot of opportunities specifically because of my theater background. Really? Uh, Really? How so? There's, I mean, so getting into the Time Wave Lab, you know, like a lot Mm. of people there are like Yale School of Drama alums. And like my resume is very recognizable in that world. There's actually a lot of theater people in VR. People just don't really think about that. It is very weird to be both technical and have like the spatialized storytelling background. But it's not Mm. weird to be either of those things separately. Yeah, no, we've definitely talked on the show about the parallels between VR and between theater, which mm-hmm. is so cool. How do you feel about VR now? What are you excited about in VR right now? Or oppositely, what are you concerned about in VR? Yeah, I mean, in terms of things that exist right now, what like what I generally put on a headset to do is the creative tools like Tilt Brush and mm-hmm. Medium. The coolest, most recent thing is Quill just released an animation like brush so that you can animate in your drawings inside the headset. And like Google Blocks, especially for someone who has a job like me, which is probably not a lot of people, but someone who is basically a one person immersive media studio, Google Blocks was such a game changer because being able to 3D model in this intuitive UI where it's just like it feels so much more like play than when you're sitting in front of a computer and you're learning Maya which I kind of know my way around but I'm not a professional 3D modeler by any means the ease of use and the ergonomics is just so like that's the creative tools really convinced me of VR's value right now A lot of the other stuff is still very weird and kind of throwing things at the wall and seeing what works. I do. I love the climb. 
which is shipped with the Oculus Touch controllers. It's a rock climbing game. I really, the first time I downloaded it, I told a student to try it out. Um, and I had just heard from another student that it was cool. So I was like, okay, like, go like do this. And then the next thing, I just like heard her scream from across <laughs> the hall. Because she had fallen off the mountain in VR, and she was, like, actually afraid. Okay, so Google Tilt Brush, making 3D models, climbing in VR. For those listening who have never put a headset on, what does this look like? Tilt Brush, I think you it's like you are making art or painting in 3D, right? Mm-hmm. So she was actually climbing. It felt like she was climbing with the headset on? The Oculus Touch controllers have it's so hard and I do this for a living is is explain to people how to be in VR but I always find (laughs) because they can't actually no one can see you you know like when they're Mm -hmm. inside the headset um, and you're describing the action that they're supposed to do Mm -hmm. but with the touch controllers you have a little joystick up top but the main action is that you can so you can bring your fingers towards the handles and it senses your grip in this rock climbing game, you're moving, and you can get like a little cardio workout if you play it for a while. Okay. Um, you're going up with your hands. There's a wall in front of you in VR, and the wall has handholds on it. And you grab the handholds and get progressively higher. Ah. And, and the ground moves away from you. And if you hang on to a given handhold for more than four seconds, you fall to your death. Oh. Wow. Which that, is a very distressing experience. I, I, I would say that is. So, Rebecca, as you continue to work in an experimental and continuing evolving field and you guys are, you know, bouncing around ideas, how do you track progress in mm-hmm. the work that you do? What do you guys consider a win at Night Lab? Or what do you mark as you are going along the way as progress? So shipping is a win. If something is built, regardless of if you're working in good faith and that and you get to the end of the road, um, regardless of whether you've decided you've made terrible mistakes along the way, um, the thing being done is a win. But I'm actually so something that I'm working on right now is to kind of investigate a particular problem um, where in VR we hypothesize that and there there is good research on this there are memory gains to be made from working in an immersive environment and mm-hmm. we're interested in kind of demonstrating that ourselves in our kind of very colloquial like user-centered research way so I'm working on just like a very simple VR cooking lessons uh, which we're going to try on users hmm. um, and then and also like have a control group that reads a recipe and then just like check for retention between the two groups. That's hmm. interesting. Of all the VR guests we've had, I think you're the first one who's ever brought up the notion of memory retention as a potential plus for VR. That's I mean, it makes sense. You would think experiencing something would lead you to remember it better than just reading about it. But particularly when you think about other 
applications of AR beyond storytelling, like you said, with cooking or, you know, I, I've frequently heard of it mentioned as a potential training tool for surgical students, mm-hmm. residents, getting the chance to experience it and remember it better uh, in that context certainly makes me much more excited about the technology <laughs> than uh, yeah. than before. So uh, just kind of one, I guess, bigger picture question for you. What are you interested in learning and tackling next, whether it's a technology or a field of interest or an application of technology? What's sort of your big curious question in the next five or 10 years? Well, I care about accessible VR, which for me has meant getting involved in the web VR community, which is VR that runs and AR um, that runs in the browser. So like, you know, my parents don't have a headset, Mm -hmm. but I can give them a URL and they can go to a website and like see something that I've made. And that's really important and really powerful because it's like if this technology becomes as pervasive as we think it will, We need it to be built like by and for all kinds of people and just like Mm -hmm. opening up VR development to people who primarily write JavaScript, just like while that's still a very exclusive group, it really does open up the opportunity to a lot of people. And Mm -hmm. I've just been so impressed with how the technology has grown, even, you know, even in just like the past year, I really look, look forward to watching that ecosystem mature. Awesome. Well, um, Rebecca, unbelievably, we've reached the point in the episode where it's time for the lightning round. Quick and easy. We have five questions for you, and they are meant to be lightning fast, as in you don't really have to think too hard about the answer. And we will do our very best not to ask follow up questions and drag things off any longer than they already are. Okay, here we go. Question one. What are you reading right now? I'm reading Made for Love by Alyssa Nutting. Ooh, okay. Awesome. What was the last thing that made you go, cool? Yeah, it's totally the Quill animation brush. I'm so excited about that. Awesome. What is something else that's in your personal human Venn diagram? Beyond playwriting, screenwriting, coding, journalism, and VR, what's maybe something that people who only know you professionally might not know you have an interest in? My husband and I adopted a husky this past fall, and we're like really hardcore about training her. We we take her to school (sighs) three days a week. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, yeah. that's incredible. Do they have dog VR yet? Oh, sorry. It's a follow-up question. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. We're going to ask you to take a, do a strong take, take a on stand. this. Yeah. Take right. a stand. Best Chicago pizza? Lou Malnati's. I, I'm in agreement with you. Good job. You, you pass. It's the cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So great. Okay, Christina, take oh us home. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. Bring it home. Last question. Give a shout out for a woman who's doing awesome things in storytelling, whether VR or playwriting, up to you. Maybe someone who's a little under the radar and could use a bit more visibility. I've got to say Janet Murray, who is in the Digital Humanities Program at Georgia Tech. She, I believe she worked her way through her PhD as a sysadmin at IBM like a very long time ago. And um, she wrote a book called Hamlet on the Holodeck uh, that was recently republished. And the new forward is basically like 
everything that I said was going to come true did come true. And she's totally right about that. And she's just, she's been in the game longer than anybody. And she's really great at uh, calling people on their bullshit. I love her. That's awesome. Awesome. Rebecca, you are awesome. Thank you so much for joining us and talking about your work. So excited to continue to follow what you're creating and what everyone at Night Lab is up to. Thanks so much. Thanks. This was really fun. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.